Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's beginning with some new news for all y'all new news. So, uh, Miss Reese, what's topping off our news headlines this week? Y'all sleep on China. What you mean? Y'all are sleep on China. Okay. And very soon, I'm going to do a whole... sleep on Chinese food. No. Nah, not at all. <laughs> I'm going to do a whole segment just on China. So this week on Vice, I think it was, what's today? Thursday? So I saw it Tuesday. Mm. And China is now banning all organized religion. Say that again? Right. China is banning all organized religion. What so do you like, mean? Like Buddhism? Like Buddhism, Christianity, Hinduism, the what is it, Protestants? Yeah, yeah. Lutherans. Yeah, so all Calvinism. No, nah, that's a real religion. Don't front. <laughs> Calvinism is a religion. Okay. It was never heard of it. Anyway, so yeah, you, you now have to like be underground if you're gonna continue to have a church, have a congregation, continue to teach the word of whatever sort. Um, yeah, you need to go underground because. So what do Chinese niggas do on Sundays? That's not the point. Their new president that I was telling you about, how he was going to be a dictator, yeah, how much yeah, he was like a dictator. Yeah, yeah well, he's dictating. Whoa. And uh, if you are caught Worship having, it? yeah, <laughs> you're going to be missing or dead or, I, you know. Persecuted to the full extent of the law. And that's yes. fucked up because the word says wherever two or more are gathered, <laughs> there I am. So you got to be solo dolo inside the streets these days, it sounds like. How do you say hi Hitler in Chinese? I don't know. God damn. But so, this is just, and they didn't even spend a lot of time on this story. Mm, just passed over it. Because this is just one more thing mm, don't even worry about China it. is doing. So the, the president, I told you how he bans, he like controls the media. So everybody says he looks like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I see. Right? So nobody can like post Winnie the Pooh pictures in reference to him. I must be like, thinking of the nigga from North Korea that Dennis Rodman is cool with. You, you're thinking with the, about with the Kim, Kim, Kim Jong-un? Jong yeah, yeah, no. That's Korea. We're Who talking the fuck about runs China? China? Okay. So we, went, we had this whole story. You don't What's remember? What's his name? I don't remember his Why name. Why do that? I don't remember no thick-ass Chinaman. He does look like Winnie the Pooh. He He's the fat. Next to are Chinese people allowed to be fat? Well, you know, Winnie the Pooh wasn't like fat. He was husky. Winnie the Pooh was ah, like. Ah, Tum Tum. Yeah. yeah nice Tum Tum on him. <laughs> so, he yeah. eating good. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So, what now? Like, what? I mean, where do but we send our here's money? the thing China is number one in trading. Mm. China is building in Africa. Mm. China is partnering with Russia, partnering with Saudi Arabia, partnering yeah. with all of these other places. These niggas partner wars. But they got, they control, they're going to control the trade. So, you know, just stay woke. Oh. Stop sleeping on China. So you have to leave China to praise and worship. Yeah. Damn. Damn, Buddha. Your long earlobe ass. Do something. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, China men and women, uh, yeah. shit, we love ramen. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, also in news. So the system has failed another person. Yeah, the Chinese system has failed all the bastards. These no, are out of business. No, we're not in China no more. We're oh. back in America. Okay, come on. Right? Come on. So remember we did this story, I don't know if it was maybe a year ago, on Santonia Brown. Santonia Brown. The young lady who... Um, the double dust champion. No. She was 16 and she got caught up in like some sex trafficking. 
some man like ha held her captive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember this one. Okay, he was right. he was a realtor. His name was Jeffrey Epstein. No, his name was Johnny Mitchell Allen. Okay. Um, forty three. She killed him. Escaped. She killed him. Escaped. Escaped. Killed, killed him. him. Yeah, I remember this. But he had, she had been captive a while, right? Oh yeah. And yeah. now she's in jail. So she, I guess. Oh, for the same crime? Yes, that's what she's in jail for. <sighs> so apparently. No, apparently um, she might have had a, a hearing. I don't know if it was to get released, parole, mm -hmm. or what the hearing was for. But the jail told her she would not be getting out, that she must serve 51 years. 51 years. The girl was 16 then. She's not 16, obviously not right. anymore. Um, but that means she'll be like 69. So, ironic number. Um, let me ask this. She was kidnapped held against her will, sexually assaulted for an extended period of time, muscles up the courage to break free, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. gets out that jam and goes to jail for breaking out from her captive, and now they're saying she must do 51? That's not it. So, but wait, there's more. Another guy, Jeffrey Epstein, is a billionaire, right? Mm. He's had several sexual abusers come forward of molestation of underage, you know, sexual misconduct. Several. And he only served 13 months in the federal. 13 months in the feds? Mm -hmm. Where you get to make your own spaghetti to order? Yeah. Come on, man. Money talks. If this don't tell you nothing else, money talks. What is um, Antonio Brown? What's her ethnicity? Uh, is she brown skin? Yeah. Mm. Latino. I'm Pinky. not. Exactly sure what. So she at is, the end of the day, everybody. So everybody's been posting, and we'll post it on our page, like for you to call the governor, because the governor at this point is the only one that can set her free. From which state? Tennessee. Oh, take me to another place. <laughs> you ain't getting out in Tennessee. You ain't getting out in Tennessee. Well, they got you. They got you. Yeah. Man, but uh, keep your head brown. Justice, you know what I'm saying? Possibly, hopefully, prayerfully, will be served. Yeah. And uh, we just gotta stay tuned and stay woke. And uh, man, protect. Protect your kids' minds. Like, I don't really know how this situation occurred, but, like, don't get caught slipping. Not trying to victim blame. No. Here, but just saying, like, man, don't talk to strangers. Don't take candy from strangers. Don't hop in white vans with no yeah, windows. Yeah, because that sex trafficking don't. is, like, huge. Yeah. You and it's like, Like ugh. the movie, I just saw the movie again, Traffic. Yeah. With Omar Epps. Yeah. Yeah, Paula Patton. Yeah. It was like a whole like it's little deep. neighborhood in Montana, right? Yeah. And everybody was in on it. It so. was going, man. Yeah. Like I mean, it's to the point now where like, you know, I'm at the gym. You know what I'm saying? My baby girl, my son is there. My baby girl doing some homework. I'm playing. Uh, nigga tried to help her with a math problem. I said, "Whoa, whoa, nigga, <laughs> whoa! Nobody talks to her. Sorry." <laughs> As you were, what was the? <laughs> yeah, you just carry the three, baby. You all good? You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be yeah. overly protective of yeah. your children these days. And this is my man's. <laughs> a nigga, he almost died yesterday trying to help with math equations. G, like, it's, it's to that point. Yeah. And I'm usually not extreme like that, but when it comes to your baby, yeah. when it comes to your, your family, when it comes to just, man, yeah. your, you, your, yourself. Yeah. <sighs> Have you ever, like, had your kids, side note, and y'all at the park, right? And then you see them one minute, and the next minute you look up, they're not there. And then your brain, you, you are running that criminal mind You stuff. think the <laughs> worst. Take it. Mom, I'm sitting right here. You never look to your right. 
Why don't you ever look to your right? Right. Yeah, we've been ready to go. You've been texting incessantly. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Right. I'll drive. Stay woke, man, when it comes to your children. That's my only advice on yeah. that one. What else we got in news? Okay, so I saw this. This was breaking news. Oh, shit. Several cities have received bomb threats. When? I, not, not that I'm looking forward to it, but when is the bomb coming? You know what I'm saying? Everybody be with the bomb threats. They, oh, Obama and the Clintons and everybody yeah. got a bomb threat. And then now the bomb threat. Well, so apparently. R. Kelly concert, bomb threat. <laughs> Who has the bomb? Who has bombs? So, no, it's not um, necessarily like pol politicians or city officials. Mm -hmm. So you had like Penn State University, mm -hmm. Riverside Sheriff's Office, uh, the Washington and Park Record newspaper in Utah, um, and then like a couple different locations in San Francisco. Right. So I don't know. And the FBI and all, they're saying they're related, but nobody's giving any real information. Right. And they received emails mm -hmm. um, with these threats. But so I was like, well, maybe they're just like a lot of the little groups underground groups that are trying to slowly resurface and mm -hmm. just to say, hey, we still we're still here. here. Yeah. yeah. Or <laughs> maybe the powers that be want you to think that there are these small little groups <laughs> trying to resurface and there are no fucking bombs. <laughs> like, that would be my theory, dog. If I can keep people in fear, now I can sell you shit like yeah. anti-bomb gear. Yeah. There's an anti-bomb mailbox. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so it, this shit always comes down to money. And if I can keep the people in fear, they will pay for their security. Have you ever heard of this show called uh, Adam Ruins Everything? No. It's on, I think it's on TBS, but it's, you can find it on Netflix. Okay. And he just dispels a lot of myths mm -hmm. that exist in our world, like TSA, for example. Nigga, you're no safer no. with TSA no. than you were pre-9-11, dog. We know that. industry has been created to what? employ and to empower and to, you know what I'm saying? Like, the TSA lady told me last trip I took, she confiscated my toothpaste. And I was like, yo, that's an expensive <laughs> brand of fucking toothpaste. Yo, what you doing? She was like, man, you know what I'm saying? Da da da. I gotta take it. It could be a jail bomb. I said, could it be? You know, taste it, motherfucker. Taste the toothpaste. She wasn't with the shit. And then we just, you know, me, I'm gonna hit it off yeah. with it. So, you know, I hit it off with it. So we talking. She's like, look, I'm gonna tell you like this. I ain't even looking for uh, motherfucking drugs and shit. I'm just looking for the weapons. Sharp shit, potential bomb shit. What the band? So I was like, so if a nigga had an edible, you're not going to trip? She's no, like, I'm not checking. No, you get that shit through. She said, I'm not checking for that shit. I am not. not. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I'm looking for weapons. But then that question is, what, what the sniffing dogs? What do you, how do you sniff metal? Like, this nigga got a blade. No, they might smell Bomb like the something? bombs, the stuff, the material. Bombing maybe. fluid or something? Yeah, something like that. Nobody but, from Chicago has bombing fluid on them. But if you fly them. often, you know, and you see the TSA workers, you know they're not checking for shit like that. You smoke? Yeah! That's <laughs> like. You're high now! Yeah, what the so. fuck? Okay. But uh, nevertheless, we digress. But stay woke on bombs, China, and uh, sex trafficking. Okay? And I think that about wraps us up for this week's news section. Alright, so now we're going to move on to uh, some entertainment news. Alright? Oh man, I've been wanting to talk about this for a cool <laughs> little minute. So y'all know, you know, LeBron went over to LA and yeah. it's bigger than basketball at this point. We already know that, so I'll skip that part. But KD, Kevin Durant, who kind of lamed out in a lot of people's opinion, left OKC, went to Golden State, has won two championships, has been finals MVP twice now. Okay. And now they're looking like they're going to 3 P. 
still not held on the same level as LeBron, who keeps going to the finals, doesn't necessarily win, but they like, man, he the best on earth currently, and he is in conversations for the GOAT, right? KD is not in those conversations. KD is damn near, say, saying, and I don't believe this, but they're saying that he's not even top five in the league right now. They, you know, they, they be shitting on KD. But KD brings a lot of negative attention to himself by the shit that he says. Okay. This dude goes home. There's an NBA champion. There's an NBA MVP. There's yeah. a league MVP, the whole shit. And he goes home and goes through his Twitter and his Instagram and looks for niggas that have been talking shit to respond to for, like, hours oh. upon hours every day. You and he what? missed this. He seems like a very, like, goofy. introverted goofball. He's a goof. Yeah, Ball. just doesn't really know how to relate to the guy. He Dog. wants to be one of the guys, and you're but not he's one not. Of the guys. Yeah. You're a great basketball player. Yeah. Nobody's taking that from you. But when it comes to guide them, you need guidance because, <laughs> dog, who the fuck cares what a, 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 a nigga on his couch in Omaha is saying about you? And you're an NBA champ and you're a Finals MVP. Apparently, KD. So most recently, this dude went on record saying, yeah, you know, I'm just saying, because they saying he can leave his contract with the Warriors after this year. Mm -hmm. He might go to New York and start his own team. He might go to L.A. Clippers and join up with Kawhi Leonard and have okay. a little powerful two. Uh, and, and then they said some other teams that he might be looking at. But at the end of the day, it's his opportunity now to go get in position to get a championship and be the man. Right now, they're like, well, Steph's the man. They had championships before you got there. You know what I'm saying? You're right. not the guy, hands down. So he needs to prove that to really ferment his legacy. So he goes on record saying, yeah, well, because they, they like, maybe he'll go to L.A. and join up with LeBron. He's like, well, yeah, you know, for superstar players and all-star caliber players, it's toxic to play with LeBron because these reasons. The media circus, everybody's on his nuts. They dick riding, da-da-da. It just creates confusion on and off the court. And that's not good for somebody that's on a certain level. For people that just are like low-key with it, man, LeBron threw me the ball, I'm going to knock down an open shot. It's very good for them because you get to play with one of the greats and uh, he's going to potentially get you in yeah. position to get a championship. But people kind of took that comment, that soundbite, and ran with it and was like, he said it's toxic to play with LeBron. He also, more recently, since this story came out, was like just being asked about NBA greats. Mm -hmm. This nigga goes on to obviously name MJ, threw Kobe's name in there, threw Magic, you know, yeah. Kareem, blah, blah, yeah. blah. He started naming some good people from back in the day, but not like great greats that I even know about. And and mentioned Kyrie Irving and said nothing about LeBron. He didn't mention no purpose. He said nothing <laughs> about LeBron, dog. And it was just like, how much shade is this nigga going to throw, dog? Or it could just be, you know how you just don't fuck with somebody? I heard off the court they guys. So then it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And that's why everybody's so perplexed. It's like, bro, like. Who are yeah, you? Yeah, who are you, man? That's <laughs> a, I think that's the thing. He doesn't know who he is, G. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know, like, without. He thought the rings would define him, and they haven't. Oh, so it's like, damn, I'm like still not. Big, you know, yeah. just like a mama's boy still. He's, he hasn't lived. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never Start seen living. this nigga, and this is maybe my own ignorance. I've never seen him being associated with a woman. Yeah, me. Okay, so, no, I said that. Maybe it was last season or whatever. And then I saw him leave with a girl when they won the championship. Mm -hmm. I, and it wasn't his mama. Right. He was booed um, up. He did have a, uh, a young lady. But she was very plain Jane. Yeah. So he, he still. It seemed like she had a receipt. <laughs> just come with me. Just for this little, I'm just a little championship party. Just come on. You act know what? Like Honestly, with me. it seemed like 
He's that dude that hasn't bloomed in high school, right? Mm. That's him. Yeah. And so the girl seemed like she's that girl that's just that friend yeah. that's there. They have long talks at night. Yeah. And she's very supportive. Yeah. No vaginal intercourse. No yeah. vaginal intercourse. <laughs> you know, so you who know. knows? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, man, my thing is, you know, LeBron is LeBron, dog. Yeah. LeBron is a is a brand. He's a he's an entity. He's a he's the man. He's the fucking man. You don't have to like him, but you. Don't have to respect him either, but you should. He's cool. He does a lot of shit. And I think KD is a little bit jealous of the success he's having, and he felt like if I was going to Golden State and I was getting these rings, that it would change the way I was perceived, and it doesn't seem to be happening. And I think that's what's you know, lending itself to this hey, day. Hey, Kevin, you need to get comfortable with yourself, sir. Come on, man. That's why you don't like LeBron, because you're not happy with you. Get your ass some Dove soap, my nigga, and be comfortable right. in your skin. Yeah, because your, your account, everything, you should be real fucking comfortable, man. You tall as fuck. Yeah, she let's... says anything past six feet, you don't come back from. Nigga, you seven yeah. foot. <laughs> you seven feet tall. My nigga. Anyway, also in entertainment, man, what's going on with uh, Super Soul Sunday? Hmm? So Oprah interviewed the Wades this past Sunday. Did you see? See it, get a chance to watch I it. I saw that she did it. I didn't see the interview. Okay. So the interview was about an hour long. Um, and they talked about, you know, they had a little baby, baby girl. They what is the one point of impact you want this conversation to have with the viewers so that they know what this experience of bringing this miracle into the world has been for you? What is the one thing you want them to get? Hope. Ah. Knowledge a feeling uh, and a sense of community that doesn't always feel like it exists when you're in it. You are not alone. Um, there's many paths to parenthood, to motherhood. It doesn't have to match your friends or your sisters or your mamas. Every path is real and beautiful and valid and worthwhile. Um, but more than anything, Ooh, you are not alone. You don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to um, suffer alone. Mm. There's, there's hope. Mm -hmm. There's hope. There's answers. Um, we got you. Moms are getting a little... And their feelings about, well, you didn't have that baby. Why are you in the hospital? Why are you skin to skin in that baby? Yeah, so, you know, but you if ain't you... ain't womb to womb that baby. You have to understand the process. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do, even if you didn't carry it. You know, it's just what they instruct they you to do. They don't care. Um, so the, she talked about that in the interview. She talked about um, being proposed to by his boys and him hmm? together. Yeah, so... Oh, that's dope. Yeah, Tell me so more. the boys... Um, the, Oprah asked Dwayne, what made you pick her? Like, what was it? And he said, oh, I just saw her making decisions and doing things that she necessarily didn't have to do. Mm. But, you know, going up to the boys' school, uh, taking them here. Oh, right? after the dating process. Not yeah, like what made the, attracted them to her, but yeah, no, what made through, her the Throughout whites. the dating process, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, how she just kind of stepped up and was all in with the kids and him. Mm. You know, everything that, that he came with. That and um, he said, so all the boys, they made a sign. And the sign was like, will you marry us? When you say boys, you mean his children. Yes. <sighs> I thought that? you meant his friends. Like you down his Haslam and Bob. 
Bosh. I thought these niggas was down on bending knee as well. No. I get it now. I can see the pencil. You got to be specific with a nigga like me. his sons. His sons. I love his sons. So she talks about that. That's dope. Um, and then, areas. Oh, see, it's really cute. Yeah, then it's less pressure, too. And dude, to say, have, no, like, what well, fuck? You know, come on, y'all. To have a guy, like, with all boys. Yeah. That's even, that's yeah. even Somebody better. Somebody else's boys. Yeah, that's, mm. that's even better. And then, so, when she had the baby, his oldest son said to her, you know, I'm so glad you get to experience raising one from scratch. Mm. Like, that was really nice and oh, thoughtful. Yeah, that's endearing. That's endearing. Yeah. Does so, he call her mom? No. Call her mom? So. Call her Miss Wade? Gab, maybe? Dabs? I don't know. A little nickname? <laughs> Gabby? But yeah, so she talks about a lot of different stuff, raising privileged black boys, right? And, mm -hmm. and how real they have to be with them and the different conversations they have to have um, with them about certain things because of where you they live. You are not a nigga to us, but to them you are. <laughs> right. Know that still. Right. Regardless um, of your wallet. Talked about letting them only walk like 11 houses down because that's where Chris Bosch lives. Mm -hmm. Um, to walk their dog because everybody has security and he's like, she's oh, like, you know, keep your hands smoke. out, yeah, you know, just a lot of stuff smoke. that it's unfortunate that they have to have those conversations. But yeah. it was a good interview. Check it out. Yeah. Um, you said Oprah did this. Oprah. Super Soul Sunday. Super Soul Sunday. Hello, yeah. Oprah. Saw her in a picture the other day. She looked old as fuck. What's going on? She Okay. She did look kind of old in that interview. Weary. I, didn't like the I would call it weary. She looks no, weary. No, I just didn't like the hair. You know, sometimes the hair yeah. can just throw you off. So. And does she have thick ass? Because when glasses, I said she had them thick yes, ass. Yes. <laughs> she had them thick ass. She like, did. She could afford LASIK. <laughs> LASIK's an option. Okay. Sticking with entertainment, um, <laughs> only the president could tweet bullshit. Is this true? Apparently so. Give me some examples. So, you all know that Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Oscars, correct? Hey, Kevin. Well, after, you know, and I guess apparently it's people that's on Twitter that are paid, maybe not paid, to just find and resurface old shit that you said in the past. Oh, yeah. That can possibly hurt you now. Yeah, it's a and job description with most organizations where, you know, these twiggers, let's call them, they will go and research any applicants, you know, social media footprint just to be like, what type of individual mm. are we really hiring? So, of course, with celebrities, it runs a little deeper. Go ahead. Well, he tweeted some tweets and made some homophobic remarks, right? But they also talked about his part in the show. Remember when he said if his son came home and he was gay, mm -hmm. kind of what do you do? Mm -hmm. It's fucking hilarious, okay? And it's not only hilarious, it's true. Black mm -hmm. people really like be thinking that when it comes to their sons, right? So I do just want to say that and clear that up. Not all right. black people feel that way, but a huge percentage, right? Yeah. Will sit inside in their home and be like, man, if my son came home and, you know, oof. and they may make a joke or two, but I mean, that's just what it is. It is what it is. So he apologized then when he said it, and then I guess now he was just like, I'm not apologizing for something I said. I changed. I don't uh, feel the same way. Ben I'm different. Been done split it. You know, um, and so he, they didn't let him go. He stepped down. Yeah. He just yeah. said, you know, we'll revisit this on another day. So what I did here is the Oscars has been calling Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Hey, Eddie. Trying to get him to host. Yeah. Now, they also asked Eddie back in 2012, and he declined. Yeah. And they say he's probably going to decline again, yeah. especially after why Kevin Hart's yeah. not doing it. Yeah. And because I think he didn't do it back then because it was something with, his, with, with a friend, a business partner, mm -hmm. 
He was like, nah, I'm, I'm good on y'all. Yeah. And he got that bag so he can say, nah, I'm good on y'all. And that matters. Yeah. Bags matter, uh -huh. ladies and gentlemen. The fact that they want him and he like, mm, I ain't I'm good. What did JC, Jay-Z say about the Super Bowl? You need me. I don't need, need you. you. I do stadiums all day. Yeah. This is my thing. First of all, shout out Kevin for not backing down because yeah. the shit I said three minutes ago, I might not still believe. So <laughs> you can't hold me accountable for what I said damn near 10 years ago. Right. Right? Secondly, um, shout out to Eddie. I just watched a throwback clip of him on the Jay Leno show talking mm. about Boomerang. Oh, okay. And it was just like the backlash that was coming from Hollywood. Like, man, this is a black run marketing firm, all black cast. Yeah, there's white people in the movie, but the movie is not about white people. And white people were like, they created the world with no white people. Where are all the white people? Who's running this marketing firm? And it's just like, Eartha Kitt runs this motherfucker. Strong J is yeah. the spokesperson. Eddie Murphy is the head nigga in charge. Holly Berry's in this bitch. Motherfucker, uh, what's her name? Robin Gibbons coming through. David <laughs> Allen Greer in this motherfucker. Martin in this bitch. Fuck you right. mean? We, where, why do we need the white people, yeah. right? Because this is a movie about the story, and it's not about race yeah and they took so much offense to that shit but then when we see gilligan's island all the movies with no black see, people right when we see goddamn the monsters we couldn't even be black monsters there was no yeah. fucking black people in the flintstones you yeah. know what i'm saying like, leave it on. to beaver come on all right let's be real yeah. so at the end of the day i don't think eddie's gonna back down on it no regard even if it was like man they, they let go of goddamn roseanne from hosting the oscars eddie do you want it i'm still straight because of the shit that y'all offered me before Ain't yeah. been cleared up. Yeah. And now Kevin, I don't know what their relationship is, but I would assume that he's not going to endear, them, him, endear himself to the Oscars over Kevin. He'd probably be like, I don't fuck with none of y'all. Or if anybody, I fuck with Kevin. So shout out to Eddie Murphy yeah. for leading that regime. It wouldn't be no Kevin Hart. It wouldn't be no Dave Chappelle. Without it wouldn't be Eddie. None of these niggas without Eddie. So shout out to the real pioneers. Yeah. But um, I had an interesting conversation with my son about this. And I was like, man, so, you know, you know, you know, you know. So we was kind of like, you know, and, uh, I know. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I got a granddad like, man, don't, don't do no gay jokes. You talk about race, you can laugh and joke and talk about, you don't do that fucking, we don't do gay jokes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My uncle used to tell me, don't call nobody no faggot because he's a, a New York police officer. Okay. I don't call nobody no faggot because you go to jail, you get your ass beat. And you man, I got beat up by a faggot. You call them homosexuals. Sounds better. better. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We didn't, we didn't play that gay shit okay. in the crib. So we was kind of, you know, probably a little uh, sensitive to that shit. Okay. So now when you have a son, you're like, hey, man, I want to pass along what's been passed to me. <laughs> so I'm just checking in with Mook, and I'm like, yeah, so, you know, what are your feelings on the Kevin Hart thing? And I told him the scenario and blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, well, I don't think he should make those type of jokes about people. And I was like, yeah, but he did it 10 years ago. And um, they wanted him to apologize again for something he already apologized for and he probably has grown from, blah, blah, blah. He was like, well, I don't think it's right for them to ask him to do that, so I wouldn't apologize again but I wouldn't make those type of jokes going forward. So I'm like, man, this motherfucker's woke. Okay, let me go a little deeper. <laughs> I said, let's say, for example, your son wants to uh, not play flag football, but wants to play full contact football. Would you let him, even though he can get injured? He was like, well, that's his decision. I was like, let's say your son didn't want to play tackle football or flag football. He wanted to be a cheerleader. Go ahead. I said, okay, what if he wanted to wear a skirt while cheerleading? That's his choice. I said, whoa. Son, wait, wait, wait. I said, so what if your son, while wearing a skirt and chilling, wanted to kill everybody in the stadium? He said, that's where I got to stop you. So I was like, okay, okay. So he does have some type of inbounds, out of bounds. But when it comes, this new generation, when it comes to that uh, gender or whatever, so 
very Yeah, very I like exciting. it. I like it. Move oh, go. Man. <laughs> so it's different because you just preface this whole conversation with you know how black men are with they boys want the man. Apparently it's changing. My son is very accepting but, and very open. I couldn't imagine me saying I would not saying I wouldn't accept my son, but I couldn't imagine myself at that age being so open to the idea of my son being homosexual. But you homosexual. also are different. Yeah, you also unique. are not the yeah. older unique. generational yeah, dad, right? Yeah, so yeah, a you're a little bit more open. Now he's just a little bit more open. A little open. bit more open. Yeah, that's a all. A little bit more open. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that, man, because no. I feel like at the end of the day, you know, the, the, the humanity needs to be restored into yeah. our relationship. So it's not your sexual preference. It's not what you identify as. It's not all that. It's just it's love or it ain't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that. And thanks for teaching me something that I needed to learn. Um, but yeah, man, fuck you, Oscars. We went through this whole thing about y'all whitewashing the whole shit. Now y'all, you know what I'm You know who should be fired? The motherfucking Twigger that was should have researched this before the offer was ever extended. Right. How you gonna offer some shit and then do the research and then recant? Or then try to put some pressure on the nigga and, you know, cause yeah. him to make his move. Well, that's what the, they who do. was supposed to be researching that? You should be fired. Yeah. But unless, unless you're black. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else is going on in entertainment? Last but not least, so who's the real king of R&B? Who is it? Who is it? So, Jacquees, right, for those of you that may know who he is, I don't, but, you know, I'm sure y'all do, right? Okay. He said he's the king of R&B for this generation. So he mm. did preference with saying this um, generation. What's good, y'all? What's good? I know I got a pimple on my, my chin. I'm going to bust that bitch later. But I just want to let everybody know that I'm the king of R&B right now for this generation. I understand who done came and who done did that and that and that. But now it's my turn. Jacquees, the king of R&B. I just heard him say it, and I've, I've been feeling like that. ATL, let's get it. I'm the new king of R&B. How old is this nigga? I don't, I think he's like... Early 20s. 20, yeah. Got to be early 20s. 2021. Your generation doesn't start until 25, sir. But I will say this. Kingdom of generations and things like that is very subjective, right? Because if we didn't grow up on your music, we're not really going to have a bias towards it. Yeah. And to my understanding, I don't know this nigga either. <laughs> you know, I don't know him, but I'm hearing that he's the king of R&B remixes. He's mm. the king of because yeah, he did the trip. He remixed uh, LMA's trip. I heard he takes like he's the king of R&B mixtapes. Like okay. I will take some original shit and make it better, okay. but I'm not creative enough to come up with it on my own. I don't know if that puts you in the king category. I don't think he's king yet. Um, he may be working his way up there, but I all these the people were naming like Chris Brown, Usher. And, you know, I, the reason I say R. Kelly is king of R&B, right? All praise. One, he has albums. Two, I don't think R. Kelly really crossed over into pop. I think he is just mm -hmm. R&B, which that's why he's the king of R&B. Because I feel like a category for it. I feel like Chris, Usher, some of these other people, even mm -hmm. Trey Songz, like crossed over into pop. Yeah. And so they're just not R&B. Um, Artist, which is which is a great thing, right? Yeah. But that's why I feel like R. Kelly is has held that spot down. But I do get it. New generations are coming, mm -hmm. right? R. Kelly old now, technically, and so I get it. But they, I just Jay, think people because he's fucked up as a person in a lot of people's perspective. Yeah. People like try to take that. They don't want him to be the king. Like he's not worthy anymore. Of that. Anymore. anymore. This new generation ain't for yeah. it. They not with the shits. They like these whatever. Are the ones he abused. It's like yeah. man, my friend. 
Yeah. She was in the video. We get it. <laughs> we get it. But what we're saying is, based on musical content alone, he's king hands down the yeah. king of R&B, dog. It's Sorry. not Bobby. It's not Christopher. No. It's not Usher. It's, it's not, not Jacquees or Jack. Jacquees. Jacquees. And it's definitely not Jay Holiday. Oh, are you valet? Is the question. Mm. And then you see what this nigga, man, it definitely, I definitely ain't valet with this Gucci, Gucci ass. Bruh, if you're, you've been Jay Holiday for 20 years at least now. Yeah. If you still have to tell people you have on Gucci, yeah. maybe you are valet. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sir. just saying, man. Get in my car anyway, bitch. Right. Um, I didn't understand in Jay Holiday's video who he was saying the king of R&B was. He said, man, the first, the king of R&B first album did 20 million. He the never second got one to is, it, I don't think. He said the second one is from Chicago. So I felt like he was saying that was R. Kelly. Oh. And he said the third one's from a place I've never heard of. Mm. So I'm like, who was one in three? Yeah, I think he got interrupted because he, he was, was valet. mistaken for <laughs> he being valet. He was on the clock trying to fucking go live. That's right. what your ass get. All right. But I think that about wraps us up for entertainment. Y'all let us know who y'all think the true king of R&B is or isn't. And is there a queen of R&B? Is there a queen? Mm. Is it Mary? No, no, no. See, what is it? Queen of Soul. Queen, right? She's the queen. Of, no, that's Aretha Franklin. Oh, what is she's Mary? The, she's the queen of standing in position and singing. <laughs> <laughs> what was Mary? Mary J. Blige was the king of. I mean, the queen of. Um, somebody help us! The fuck was she? Is it R&B? Nah, not just straight R&B. Her her genre was a little bit different. Had a tweak on it. Hip hop and R&B, wasn't it? She was queen of hip hop soul. And now, it is time to get to our favorite topic on this third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. So what's topping off our relationship segment this week, Miss Reese? All right, hashtag DC ask. Hey, DC. If a person displays it's complicated as their social media relationship status, is that equivalent to saying, I'm a side chick or dude? <laughs> okay, let me just say this. When I read this... It's funny because I ain't seen a relationship status in a long time. Yeah, who reads those? Like, who even puts those up anymore? That was when, that was early, early. 2000s. Who edits their profile? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I changed the link in bio, that about it. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I just think, I don't even look at it. So, uh, I mean, if it's complicated, then girl, you got way too much going on. I don't really care to ask. Yeah, and it's just weird, too, because if I see your picture, the picture is the picture. I have to then click on your name to go to your profile to even see your profile. <laughs> ah, it means I don't give a fuck what your status is. I'm trying right. to fuck. But I would just say this. If it says it's complicated, it could mean a gambit of things, but the primary would be these two. Um, you're in a relationship, and that nigga or chick is not claiming you. Yeah. Right? So it's complicated. I can't tell anybody, but this is my guy or this is my girl. Got it. The other one could be what this suggests. You're the side dude or the side chick. And it's just kind of like, you just want to give a little bit of a teaser out there that you're fucking, but you don't want us to know who it is yeah. or, you know, how y'all do it or whatever, whatever. Um, I would just say put single. Huh. You know, single. And leave it at that, man. Like, unless you're married, you're single anyway. So you might as well just either be married or single. And, and damn near, Mark, Mark, what's up? You need to um, take all the options off of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe just make it. Black and white, single, single or married. Not. You know what I'm saying? You see no, I mean no holler. You see single, go ahead and shoot that shot. All right. 
Okay, next question. Um, this is from Young, Black, and Committed. Okay. Just that group from your The alarm. new group, yes. Yeah. Hey, um, so, do you think it's okay to vent to your friends and family about your relationship? What's the problem, and who is it okay to vent to? <laughs> what say you? I, okay, so I do think you have to have one person, just one that you talk to. And this person is probably the person you go to for maybe your relationship stuff. Because you usually have different people you talk to about different things, right? But I wouldn't say it should be a family member. Mm -mm. Write a strawberry letter. Contact <laughs> DC. Like, don't talk to people that know this nigga. Because they're never going to forget the, the scumbag shit you told them about him. So now when you're at Thanksgiving and it's all good and that was Valentine's Day, this is November, they still looking and chewing their grains like, this nigga ain't shit. Because he couldn't he ain't shit. He wasn't shit. He's grown into something. Like, but your parents are not going to forget that. Your sister, yeah, I your friends no are not going to forget that. Get a counselor. There are free counseling yeah, services. Yeah, get a therapist. Right in your journal. Like, don't talk to this nigga about people that are going to see this dude. See, that would yeah, be that's true. a number one recipe for disaster in any relationship. Okay, last but not least. This is a long one. Hmm. Hashtag Dear DC. I live with two of my best friends. First mistake. Recently, I started dating a cool guy. We get along really well, and I see a future for us. After a night of fun in my bedroom, I excused myself and slipped across the hall to the bathroom. My roommate's boyfriend happened to catch me on my prance around, no, happened to catch me on my way back to bed. My boyfriend got so pissed because he seen me naked. I don't normally prance around naked or anything. It was 2 a.m. and dark, so I didn't see the issue. Why should my new boyfriend have an issue? I tried to explain the situation, but he still is so mad telling me I should have more respect for myself. Interesting. Layered even. Hmm. Shall I? Yeah. <laughs> this is my thing. Had me, lost me. You're in your crib, no matter how many roommates you have, you're in your crib. This nigga's in your crib, right? You just got your boots knocked, right? He knocked them. <laughs> He's mad that as you this is a neighborhood watch community <laughs> to the bathroom to undoubtedly get the warm washcloth to wipe that you get caught by buddy ass next door who probably just got done knocking boots too and why was he in the hallway he was going to get the rag for his girl <laughs> tell this nigga go get the rag man he's not a gentleman it has nothing to do with respecting your body respecting yourself like you knew this nigga was going to be in the hallway He's a gentleman. Your man is not. What say you? Oh, you know what? I ain't even thinking about what it like that. What the fuck are y'all both naked in the hallway for? It ain't even say dude naked, but I assume he's naked as well. Oh, um. Dog, tell buddy ass to go get the rag, man. Well, I don't think you should be mad. I get it, right? Oh, somebody said, yo, girl, dude, we just started dating. This is what it is. Get over it. Dude, fuck it, your and crib. And go get the rag. <laughs> fuck it, your crib. Where's your crib? That too. Yeah, but what, what did you say? Home, home games at away. So game. I guess he was at away games. That means you're a side chick. And yeah, that's that falls under subtle abuse. He's going to say these little things, give you these little jazzes, to keep your ass in side chick status. Oh, he wouldn't tell his main that.
because they'd be fucking in a mansion. They wouldn't be fucking <laughs> in one bedroom as a three bedroom. Okay, but um, no, nah, I don't feel like uh, you need to change anything about what you're mm -mm. doing. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Get the get the washcloth before, and it'll be a little cold. It'll be a little cold. <laughs> it'll be a little cold. <laughs> but it's better than being seen or exposed, and if that's his real problem, he needs to just go get the rag for you, would be my opinion. Yeah. And she's probably getting some mouthwash, too, if she bought that life. <laughs> so um, I think that about wraps us up on this week's episode of This Then and Third. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up, as always. Be sure to tell a friend and tell a friend and check us out on all our social media platforms by searching This, That, and The Third with the third spell I-I-I, like the Roman numeral three. And be sure to check us out on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Facebook. Facebook, as well as YouTube by searching Calvin and Reese. Once again, it's been your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third, and my lovely co-hosts with the mostest, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. But wait, don't forget, next Thursday, our second anniversary party, third Thursdays, Murphy's Lounge, 7628 South Cottage Grove. 21st. Come out, celebrate all Sages. Come out, hang with us, and uh, kick it, yeah. Chicken and waffles on us. Free comedy, live performances on us. NFL games, NBA games, half-price discounted liquors. Check out the Calvin and Reese. Tell us which one is better in your opinion, man. Once again, it's been your boy, Calvin Leroy King III. It's Reese PC, the one and only, and we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out. And now, it is time to get to our favorite topic on this and the third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. So what's topping off our relationship segment this week, Miss Reese? All right, hashtag DC ask. Hey, DC. If a person displays it's complicated as their social media relationship status, is that equivalent to saying, I'm a side chick or dude? <laughs> okay, so let me just say this. When I read this, it's funny because I ain't seen a relationship status in a long time. Yeah, who reads those? Like, who even puts those up anymore? That was when, that was early, early. 2000s. Who edits their profile? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I changed the link in bio, that about it. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I just. Thing. I don't even look at it. So, I mean, if it's complicated, then, girl, you got way too much going on. I don't really care to ask. Yeah, and it's just weird, too, because if I see your picture, the picture is the picture. I have to then click on your name to go to your profile to even see your profile. <laughs> ah, it means I don't give a fuck what your status is. I'm trying right. to fuck. But I would just say this. If it says it's complicated, it could mean a gambit of things, but the primary would be these two. Um, you're in a relationship, and that nigga or chick is not claiming you. Yeah. Right? So it's complicated. I can't tell anybody, but this is my guy or this is my girl. Got it. The other one could be what this suggests. You're the side dude or the side chick, and it's just kind of like you just want to give a little bit of a teaser out there that you're fucking, but you don't want us to know who it is yeah. or, you know, how y'all do it or whatever, whatever. Um, I would just say put single. Huh. You know, single and leave it at that, man. Like, unless you're married, you're single anyway. So you might as well just either be married or single. And, and damn near Mark, Mark, zup, zup. You need to um, take all the options off of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe just make it black and white. Single, single or married. Not. You know what I'm saying? Is he no? I mean, no holla. Is he single? Go ahead and shoot that shot. All right. Okay, next question. Mm -hmm. um, this is from Young, Black, and Committed. Okay. Just that group from your The alum. new group, yes. Yeah. Hey, group. Um, so, do you think it's okay to vent to your friends and family about your relationship? What's the problem, and who is it okay to vent to? <laughs> what say you? I Okay, so I do think you have to have one person, just one, that you talk to. And this person is probably the person you go to for maybe your relationship stuff. Because you usually have different people you talk to about different things, right? 
But I wouldn't say it should be a family member. Mm -mm. Write a strawberry letter. Contact <laughs> DC. Like, don't talk to people that know this nigga. Because they're never going to forget the, the scumbag shit you told them about him. So now when you're at Thanksgiving and it's all good and that was Valentine's Day, this is November, they still looking and chewing their greens like, this nigga ain't shit. Because he couldn't. He ain't shit. He wasn't shit. He's grown into something. Like, but your parents are not going to forget that. Your sister, yeah, I your friends no are not going to forget that. Get a counselor. There are free counseling yeah, services. Yeah, get a therapist. Right in your journal. Like, don't talk to this nigga about people that are going to see this dude. See, that would yeah, be that's true. A number one recipe for disaster in any relationship. Okay, last but not least. This is a long one. Hmm. Hashtag Dear DC. I live with two of my best friends. Recently, I started dating a cool guy. We get along really well, and I see a future for us. After a night of fun in my bedroom, I excused myself and slipped across the hall to the bathroom. My roommate's boyfriend happened to catch me on my prance around, no, happened to catch me on my way back to bed. My boyfriend got so pissed because he seen me naked. I don't normally prance around naked or anything. It was 2 a.m. and dark, so I didn't see the issue. Why should my new boyfriend have an issue? I tried to explain the situation, but he still is so mad telling me I should have more respect for myself. Interesting. Layered even. Hmm. Shall I? Yeah. <laughs> this is my thing. Had me, lost me. You're in your crib, no matter how many roommates you have, you're in your crib. This nigga's in your crib, right? You just got your boots knocked, right? He knocked them. <laughs> He's mad that as you this is a neighborhood watch community <laughs> to the bathroom to undoubtedly get the warm washcloth to wipe that you get caught by buddy ass next door who probably just got done knocking boots too and why was he in the hallway he was going to get the rag for his girl <laughs> tell this nigga go get the rag man he's not a gentleman it has nothing to do with respecting your body respecting yourself like you knew this nigga was going to be in the hallway He's a gentleman. Your man is not. What say you? Oh, you know what? I ain't even thinking about what it like that. What the fuck are y'all both naked in the hallway for? It ain't even say dude naked, but I assume he's naked as well. Oh, um. Dog, tell buddy ass to go get the rag, man. Well, I don't think you should be mad. I get it, right? Oh, somebody said, your girl, dude, we just started dating. This is what it is. Get over it. Dude, fuck it, your and crib. And go get the rag. Fucking your crib. Where your crib? That too. But what, what did you say? Home, home games and away. So I guess he was at a away game. That means you're a side chick. And yeah, that's that falls under subtle abuse. He's gonna say these little things, give you these little jazz, to keep your ass in side chick oh, status. God. He wouldn't tell his main that because they'd be fucking in the mansion. They wouldn't be fucking in one bedroom as a three bedroom. Okay. But um, no, nah, I don't feel like uh, you need to change anything about what you're mm -mm. doing. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, get the, get the washcloth before. And it'll be a little cold. It'll be a little cold. <laughs> it'll be a little cold. But it's better than being seen or exposed. And if that's his real problem, he needs to just go get the rag for you, would be my opinion. Yeah. And she's probably getting some mouthwash, too, if she bought that life. <laughs> so um, I think that about wraps us up on this week's episode of This and the Third. We thank y'all for tuning in and turning up, as always. Be sure to tell a friend and tell a friend and check us out on all our social media platforms. 
by searching this, that, and the third with the third spell I, 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 like the Roman numeral three. And be sure to check us out on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Facebook. Facebook, as well as YouTube by searching Calvin and Reese. Once again, it's been your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third, and my lovely co-hosts with the mostest. Miss Reese PC, the one and only. But wait, don't forget, next Thursday, our second anniversary party, third Thursdays, Murphy's Lounge, 7628 South Cottage Grove. 21st. Come out, celebrate all sadges. Come out, hang with us, and uh, kick it, yeah. Chicken and waffles on us. Free comedy, live performances on us. NFL games, NBA games, half-price discounted liquors. Check out the Calvin and Reese. Tell us which one is better in your opinion, man. And once again, it's been your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third. Reach the PC the one and only, and we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.